This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. On the show today, we're going to be looking at PwC's Global Next Gen 2022 survey, which was conducted amongst next generation members in family businesses this year. Now, the goal of the survey uh, was to understand what the next generation's views are about the key issues of the day, what role they currently play, and how their roles should change and grow. And joining me in the studio to give us the key takeaways from the survey, plus insights into how how they view the future and are navigating the post-pandemic landscape. I have Lok Shu Q, the next gen club lead at PwC Malaysia. Welcome to the show, Lok. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you for having me. So before we get started, Lok, you know, uh, and like really just dive into this next gen survey, maybe you can clarify what exactly next gen entails uh, and tell us more about the next gen club at PwC. Sure, happy to do that. Well, next gen. When we talk about next gen, we are talking about family businesses where the next generation are coming on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be already on the leadership uh, board, or they are aspiring to be there as well. So it's important because Malaysia is predominantly dominated by family businesses mm. in the economy. So it's important that the next gen uh, step up and prepare to take over the reins from their current generation. And what we do in PwC is actually to help some of these next gen to group together and you know uh, be a formidable force in in trying to help each other, and we provide that uh, support as well to make sure that they are ready to take over that reign. Okay, interesting. Now, um, talk to us about this survey. You know, when was it done? Uh, who did you speak to? And maybe give us some key findings uh, from this year's report. Sure, I think it's important to uh, know that the survey was done uh, sometime end of last year, twenty twenty one. Okay, so it was during this pandemic time, um, and we started with the global survey, which had about one thousand, more than one thousand participants. In Malaysia alone, there were about close to forty-eight participants, mm. and they make up, believe it or not, they make up uh, from the second and third generation of the family businesses, who has claimed that they are also from, they are also in the leadership already right now. Mm. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, the survey uh, will be sort of affected by the COVID situation, mm. and you can see that from the responses, there are some key priorities that they are thinking of. Coming out from the COVID situation. Okay, so maybe give us some of the these key findings, Lok. Sure. One of the key findings and and is the top te- top five priorities of the next gen in the next two years. Again, I mentioned about COVID, and you can see that you know one of the first very very important uh, priorities for them is to achieve growth in their family business. Now, close to seventy one percent of the next generation family business leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, see that this is a priority in the next two years, and it's important, right? Because they inherited the the business, and because of COVID, it's more urgent now to grow so that uh, they can take it to the next level. Mm. And it's important again. It's important because their current businesses might be affected by COVID and uh, and the lockdowns. Okay. So uh, that's 
key in their priority. So you said that uh, this was uh, one of the top three priorities. What what would the other priorities? Yep. The second, which is not a surprise, is is obviously talent management. And 67% of the next gen seems to say that the need to attract and retain talent continues to be the fundamental issue mm. uh, in family businesses. And and we see this in other businesses as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's not a surprise that family businesses also... Uh, are struggling are with talent. Struggling, yeah, mm. with talent as well. Yeah. So the th- war for talent out there is really great. The third one would be also in terms of growth, but this is about expanding to new markets, mm. uh, to new businesses as well. I think it's also uh, coming from COVID as well because potentially family businesses were affected by COVID in their current businesses. And now they are looking ways how to look at different businesses. Uh, They're very comfortable all this while with their um, businesses that's been inherited. But uh, it's important now, it's imperative to pivot to a different sort of businesses that they can sustain besides the current business that they have. Are we talking about partnerships? Are we talking about scaling their uh, current business? Or are they looking at pivoting and and diversifying? What are we talking about here? Or all of the above? Yes, it's all of Mm. the above already. Mm. Partnership is definitely one of them, but it's also about venturing into a different market, uh, potentially, you know, going to a market where you are not at at all, Mm. potentially uh, is going downstream or even upstream. Uh, And I can talk about that a little bit more later uh, because it entails all of the above, as much as you say, in order to be more sustainable. Right. So what is the role for this next-gen group in business growth and expansion into new sectors or new markets? You know, Because like, that's really piqued my interest, how everyone's looking to well venture into new markets right now. I think one thing we learned from COVID is that you know, no one business is isolated from the effects of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what business you are in. Uh, chances are your supply chain is affected, uh, but NextGen can really take the key role to drive what I call this expansion plan, right? Um, NextGen tends to be resourceful and educated as compared to the generation before them. Mm-hmm. They really can, if with license, yeah, Audrey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they can drive this growth and they can consider looking at, you know, like I mentioned just now, securing their supply chain, you know, by buying their, you know, they're struggling suppliers, mm. let's say. Mm. That's an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Or I have seen some will go closer to consumers mm. by buying retail companies or even companies that are in the next stage of their current production. So you go a little bit further that, from what you do. Or maybe just consolidate by buying companies in a similar business mm-hmm. and harness the synergies. Right. That's just some of the examples of what NextGen can consider doing. Uh, and and taking taking on that role from the survey responses, I really believe that Malaysian next gens are are ready mm. to take the family business to the next level. Okay, but the here's the thing: they are called the next gen because they are basically the leaders in waiting, right? You know, the the current generation are still pretty much 
running the show. So, you know, I guess it will be important that what the current generation is doing is aligned with what uh, the next gen's priorities are, you know, to help secure the future of the business. So what would you say, are, I guess, are the main areas of alignment or, or gaps in these priorities? You know, how can, what are the, the major gaps that you see that need to be aligned between the current generation that's currently in power and the next gen? Yeah, great question. And, and, and we have this question uh, in our survey mm. most of the time because it's really a, 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 a matter of concern as well, yeah. especially in, in, in uh, Malaysia. And interestingly, the current generation and 61% of them say that they're slightly more open than the next gen in terms of ab- adopting of new technologies. Now, this is quite uh, a surprise to me too because mm. generally, and in our previous survey, this, there is a bigger gap than what it is now. Mm. Uh, a possible disconnect though uh, between the two generations is in the area of change and succession planning. Uh, if you look at family businesses in, in Europe, let's say, right, where legacies have gone past three generations, as compared to Malaysia, where predominantly is within the first and second generation, the gaps in alignment are generally less profound in Europe, mm. right? And this could be because family businesses are more matured, uh, and along the way, professionals, experts have taken a key role in shaping and helping preserve the family values. Mm. Yeah. If the next gen feel that there are still gaps in terms of change and succession planning, this could impact their views on innovation, adoption of new technologies, or even how talents are being retained. Mm -hmm. On a brighter note though, um, this just means there are opportunities for the next gen who can take the lead in rethinking their strategy while striking a balance in building on the legacy uh, that previous generations have created. But in summary, Eldri, I see there are still very much opportunity for the next gen to shape mm. their family business in the future. To do their own thing, basically, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, it is time for us to take a quick break for some messages. When we come back, we talk about ESG and if that's going to be a key focus uh, for next gen as well. Of course it's going to be, but you know, how do the current generation feel about that? All that and more happening on Resource Centre. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM 89.9, the business station. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Lok Shu Kyu. He is the Next Gen Club Lead at PwC Malaysia. And we are discussing the key findings from PwC's Global Next Gen Survey 2022. So, um... Look, uh, before the break, we're talking about how ESG, you know, it's become a key focus area for many organizations and investors of late. But but family businesses uh, appear to be somewhat trailing behind when it comes to sustainability. Uh, what impact will this have on their business and legacy? And, you know, how do the current generation feel about it? What How do the next gen feel about it as well? From the survey, Audrey, uh, only 29% of the next gen in Malaysia claim they are, they are personally engaged in increasing their business focus on investment for 
ESG mm. as, as compared to 70, 79% globally. Right. That's a okay. big gap, right? Right, right. The way I see it, it will be difficult for family businesses to completely disassociate themselves from ESG as we live and, and do business in a mm. globally connected world. Today, if you want to expand your business and export uh, goods to US or Europe, you need to think about ESG. If family businesses don't move fast enough, I fear they will lose their competitive edge. Mm. Uh, I see it from my day-to-day work. Um, I see investors inquiring about ESG when doing a due diligence uh, acquiring a company mm. uh, besides the usual financial, tax and legal. So there's no doubt that ESG is here to stay. The next generation will need to take a bigger role in this, will need to have a better say and try to convince their, next gener- uh, their current generation uh, to really look into this, if at all they want to grow their businesses. Right. So I think it's very key. Okay. Uh, could you um, advise on first steps in order for the next gen to actually just start, you know, um, wetting their toes when it comes to ESG, you know, and trying to get their family business moving towards being ESG compliant? Sure. I, I think the first step is to convince the current generation, how important this is, mm-hmm. right? Like I mentioned, uh, for their growth, for, for sustainability, right? If you can get the first step through, I think it's about getting professional help as well. Mm. Yeah, I think don't be shy, be brave uh, to do that. Get help. Uh, and, and it's a very new topic. So it's important not to go, with, go at it alone. Uh, you have your next gen peers that you can tap on right. who has already started the journey maybe Hmm. yeah seek help that's my advice uh, Audrey is that the way that some of the family businesses abroad have well kind of adopted um, ESG practices I mean is is that how they have done it and and so you know learning by example here yeah again abroad they are more mature in terms of their businesses a lot of their family businesses already have professionals in their setup you know, whether they are the CEO or at the, sitting at the board. So they get more insights from them. And as such, they are very comfortable in getting professional help. Mm. Um, I guess Malaysia is heading that way as well. Sooner or later, we'll be there. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. Okay. So look, um, as next gens continue to establish their position uh, and their involvement in their family businesses, how should they strengthen their leadership, you know, to, to, to finally get in that position to lead their business into the future? I mean, they've got to start preparing now itself for when they finally take the helm, right? Yep. The way I will answer this, uh, Audrey, is, is through uh, people. And I want to say talent management, right? Um, it's difficult to get the right people, um, the right talent that subscribe to the family values of the business. So if the next gen can create a culture uh, within the family business that looks after talent, provide workforce upskilling maybe, right? Be more people-centric, have flexibility arrangement. Uh, I think that kind of leadership will take the family business to a next level, uh, very much in comparison to, you know, I would want to say multinational companies as well. Mm, mm, mm. Take it to the next level and and leadership uh, to drive that I feel that uh, the next gen is very, very, very much capable of that. Right. So kind of, 
have the whole employee first approach that we've been talking about when it comes to you know organizations across the board as well as allow these talents to grow with you so when you are finding power you have like that circle of trusted leaders um, with you to, to to grow the business right that's right that's right Okay. Now, uh, before we go, your thoughts, look, wh- what are your key takeaways for next gens to kind of challenge the status quo uh, in carving out their own path in doing their own thing? Yeah. And I used the words before, uh, be brave, right? Mm, mm. Don't be afraid to take a different path. Reimagine what business success looks like from your point of view and take action. Is it growing the business or is it just going beyond you know, some sort of digital initiative, but drive it, drive the change. Second part I will say is on succession planning. Mm. It's hard enough to earn that leadership role right now, taking over the reign from the current generation. That's just the beginning. Um, But next gen can still earn the trust and confidence from the next generation. Um, I believe this is an ongoing conversation to have between the next generation and the current generation. I think if you have a good succession planning, um, that will be key to the, fa- to the success of the family business. All right. Uh, look, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, for our listeners tuning in who'd like uh, more information on the Global Next Gen Survey 2022, is there somewhere where they can find the report, uh, access the report and learn more about its key findings? Yep, the report is actually on uh, PwC Malaysia website Mm -hmm. under the Next Generation Club. All right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Lok Shu Q, the Next Gen Club Lead at PwC Malaysia. This is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.